0: Hey, peeps, I'm back again with another podcast. And um, I know you're probably thinking, why am I taking too long? Nah, you're probably not. That's fine, too. But anyways, I just wanted to talk about the latest shit that just happened over there up in the capital. Remember when the January 6th erection happened and almost everybody died over there? Only just five people actually ended up dead. and went, And I guess one of them was a police officer and a couple other people. But anyways, peeps, seems like... It came to fruition after all, and now that they finally got that, I guess you could say, done, so to speak. Well, unless it's not done yet, still, they finally got to talk about it. And four policemen, of course, two of them being white, one black, one Hispanic of Puerto Rican descent, was able to be the witnesses during that time and pretty much save the lives of the very people of the capital. And on top of that, which was so devastating to hear was... They finally had a chance to speak on a nonpartisan way or a bipartisan way, either just the fucking truth that should have been to begin with. And they did not even do that prior to what happened because of all the Republican, um, I guess you could say, setbacks that they were just trying to basically dodge the conversation and question because they didn't want to have it tied to their asses. And apparently it seems like everything's pointing to Republican involvement that were basically Trump loyalists the whole time, except for two that pretty much spoke against. It's actually three because Mitch, you know, Mitt Romney, the lady from Miami named Liz Cheney and the guy, the guy who was crying, the other Republican, I forgot his name. But anyways, those three people were the only ones that only were outspoken against Donald Trump. And I think it was a good thing because you know what, this weird loyalty crap that started in 2015 and then forward, you know, four plus years later, which is like now and a- apparently the Trump logic, the Trump worshipping whatever that was, was really something of unbelievable disbelief to me. And it was disturbing to watch because I thought to myself, wow, you know, I just was looking at this and I didn't think much of it, but I couldn't believe this, but of course I could believe it, because you know what, why the fuck would I not believe this? And it seems like we were, you know, all along, knowing this all along, it had nothing to do with backing the blue, because they were only backing Trump, like some of the people were saying on MSN, on that network, and how the whole thing that was just for three plus hours later explaining what was happening. I was like watching at least an hour's worth of some segments. I mostly heard what happened with the Hispanic guy first and the black guy, of course, him as well. And of course, the Hispanic Puerto Rican guy said, you know, since Donald Trump declared that his fans base was all about hugs and kisses. And you know what he said as a rebuttal, which was hilarious and which made me laugh? I was like, oh my shit, did I just hear what he just said? He said he should also send all those hugs and kisses back to his house. I'd like to give him some of that. And I was like, what? I was like, in disbelief he said that. He said he'd like to send those hugs and kisses right back at him too. And I'm just like, duly noted. Damn it. Wow. I did not think that was going to be happening at a court, (laughs) saying a threat and a response back to that guy. I don't know what Trump's going to probably say about that shit, but you know that fat ass in in chief was like fucking like, you know, all up in his own egotistical mindset. He just probably not going to even listen, but he probably will say something because you know, after all, when people of color say stuff to him, he takes it quite personally as you guys have known since he's been jealous of Barack Obama for like so many fucking years. And then on top of that, adding more insult to injury, which literally, no no pun intended, because, okay, and then the black guy, who was pretty much defending the Capitol, he was telling, he he didn't, he said this to the Capitol hearing, he said, never in his life, race became an issue ever within his 40 years of law enforcement, and I don't know why, because he's a person of color, I would think he would have to have suffered some form of racism where he lived in the state of Maryland, but I guess not, according to him. But until the Trump supporters reminded him who he was as a person of color in a such demonizing, dehumanizing way. Same thing happened to the Hispanic guy, but we're going to talk about him after this one. So the guy named Harry Dunn, which is the black gentleman, he spoke and said... After a response saying that they were basically doing this for him as a police officer, as you could say, that's what they were meant, I guess you could say as well. And he said, does not my vote count? I voted for Joe Biden. And you know what he said at the court hearing that day? He said, never in my life I would put politics before my profession. But when I talked about that, because I thought it was weird how they told me that they were doing this for me. And then once he told them the truth, that he was one of the very people that voted for Joe Biden, then they cursed at him and called him the N-word. And it was started by some lady in a MAGA pink shirt. This fucking racist, bigoted bitch basically called him the N-word. And I'm not sure if you guys have been familiar with history with black people and voting and serving our country. And they never, at least in the early... You know, during World War I, two, and then the 60s, and whenever time they were actually able to vote, some of them got lynched, some of them weren't really welcomed with open arms coming back, and some of them just weren't respected, even at that. So, it was really sad to believe that he was told all that crap. And then, you know, to hear that, he was the utter disbelief himself. Now, this is a really tall, big guy, the tallest one of the whole four gentlemen that were like basically standing there and then the other hispanic guy the one who was Aguino alguino goel the puerto rican guy that i'm talking about the same guy okay he said when he was facing all these people he thought he honestly thought he was gonna die that day that was weird and then on top of that he said they were questioning his status as a u.s citizen Like, they were already checking for his color, already wondering, you know, and probably his phenotype, for that matter. Checking if he was one of them, you know. Apparently, they didn't realize those two, if you guys weren't paying attention to their clothing, different from the other two policemen that were white, they had special type of, like, fabrics that would look really different from the other two. Both of them looked like they pretty much served in the country. But, and even with that respect... Didn't get the respect from the so-called Trump supporters that claim they back the blue and support our troops. Am I right? <laughs> wow. And that was like a big dump load of bullshit that we didn't hear for today. Sad thing about it is that this actually happened. And for some reason, and like the white guy, one of the white guys who basically were saying, not the one who was basically, you know, stuck to the door in a broken window and stuff. Not that guy. The other one who basically told the Trump supporters, and this is totally not funny, he had to beg them not to kill him because he was a father with children. And supposedly a few of the Trump supporters with a good conscience and good heart and good spirit, they didn't mind to to not attack this guy and pretty much supposedly stop whatever was happening to this guy because he was being beaten to a pulp. And he was basically knocked out for like four minutes or some shit. I wouldn't say he was in a coma, but his ass was knocked out. But his, you know, body camera was still rolling. So there was, like, some kind of bullshit stuff. And he pretty much fell down. You could just see he's, like, pretty much unconscious and shit. I mean, that's what happened. And he literally had to beg those guys to not kill him. Because they said they were going to go kill him. And I was like, what the fuck? And then the other dude, the one that was super slammed and basically, like, pressed onto the door and window. Whatever that was. He literally was... His face uh, mask was removed and he literally was bringing whatever crap they were probably throwing over there, fart, and whatever, because you know what they said about the, remember the capital? Remember the joke I was doing in the beginning of this year about the capital being shitted in and urinated at? That's why I called it as the crapital because they literally did that. Not only that guy had to believe those people's feces and urine and pee and shit, he, they also removed it. And they were having their own kind of homemade devices and bombs and bullshit. And you know what? They removed that and they pressed him against the door. They were really squishing that poor man almost to death. And so he pretty much said this same thing reiterated like the white guys. The other white guy was begging to not get killed by the mob. Basically, he was saying they need to look into who hired these people. And like Hunter, or like not Hunter, I mean a Harry Dunn, the, the black guy. I, I makes his name by accident. Happens sometimes. Sorry about that. But Anyways, the black gentleman said they want to know. And this is what he meant when he said, who was the hitman? And he said, not only you want to put away and charge the hitman, you must also charge the one who hired that hitman. Basically, are insinuating Donald Trump and his dumb Republican cronies that were up to no good, egging on the crowd. He wants their asses, is what he's trying to say. Of course, not didn't want to say who it was. What he was insinuating was to put those people behind bars, including the former ex-president, of course. And you can't blame the guy for saying that. This dude was called racial shit for no apparent reason, just because he fucking voted for Biden. Can I tell you I voted for Biden too, but not because I wanted to. It was because that was the only two options they had left. My original choice was definitely going for, uh, you know, the last guy, Bernie. And I really like Bernie Sanders, to be honest. He was more independent than partisan, you know, than partisan. I like the bipartisan, you know, mindset he carried. To me, I like a partisan leader, to be honest, because at least things will get done quicker. And at least he's level-headed, and he's not trying to be on each side. He's just trying to be on just one side, where the people side is at. Where it's supposed to have been at. And that's the side people should be on. The people side. Not the um, Bidens and the Trumps of the world side. You know what I mean? Like that. And that's what I mean, peeps. This is just disturbing to know that this is the latest installment of bullshit that we had to witness as American citizens. If you are a listener of my podcast and happen to be a citizen of this country, then you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) You'll know what I'm talking about because this is crazy. This is some bullshit, you know? Can you believe it? It had to take four brave men to stop a fucking Trump-inspired mob of idiots. And those idiots don't even realize they were influenced by the guy's defeat. And I guess you could say, in a weird way, this is what I felt when happened at the Capitol, That what happened at the Capitol was, he already knew he'd lost... And just to drop his two damn cents. And just for a final blow to the American public of the government. This was his disdain and probably attitude besides angst. And he used people to carry out his emotions through their inflamed flame of ignorance. And then they pretty much charged over there that day at the Capitol. Did their bullshit. Did actually shit over there. Made it shitty. So not only was it a dangerous place to go, but it was a messy and a stinky place, if not unsanitary and unsavory to go. And I feel bad for the families that had to lose loved ones. Especially one of them being an officer that had nothing to do with this bullshit, but damn it. Had everything done right that day, but unfortunately wasn't able to survive. So my condolences to the people that died. And especially the police officer that died that day too, because I was so unconscionable. Uncomfortable, uncalled for, and unbelievable. Because if you think about it, peeps, it's weird. They say they care about the, you know, the boys in blue, the girls in blue, too. That they care about the people who are the blue lies, am I right? Not that day. Blue lies ain't matter to shit to the people of the Trump supporters. Unless you're a Trump supporter, then you matter. But otherwise, you're not fucking matter in their eyes if you vote for the adversary. I guess you could say... Not only being a person of color, but also being a person of color who voted the adversary it makes you a person who's not worthy of the back of back in blue that they deem and care about, only to demonize a young, you know, not a young man, but a, but a man just so he could defend the capital because they refused to send the National Guard. Because they didn't think it was a serious thing. That's pretty much what I kind of felt was... It wasn't that no one called the National Guard. It's more like they didn't think it was going to be that bad. And that's why I think this all this shit happened. But it's like, you know... They kind of should have expected this kind of bullshit from Donald Trump. The way he pretty much, you know, lives through... Vicariously through his own fan base. And, you know, this is how he was able to just vicariously enact his you know response and anger if not defeat because he's an actual sore loser he's so unhappy that he lost that he had to let his own fan base to fix the job for him basically if they weren't gonna have him as a president then I guess you could say no one was gonna be a president that day (laughs) or make it out alive that day if you think about it how crazy that shit was imagine that shit (sighs) the fuck was that and as I look at my own kalimba, hearing the beautiful sounds of this kalimba, and the waves of California behind the back of me with the pre-recorded sounds from Spotify, and from that awesome YouTube channel of an hour l- worth long of the sound of of a kalimba being played so beautifully from one of my favorite movies from the Studio Gillaby series, I'm just saying. All I can say, peeps, is that the fucked up thing about... That happened at the Capitol It doesn't surprise me, at all, that they still want to deny it and play it. Play it like, oh, it wasn't a big deal. Like, bitch, you were there, and you want to play it because your ass kissing is so good and so hard. I mean, I want. I wonder what John Trump is doing to these Trump supporters, that are of the Republican Party side of things. These weird loyalists. I wonder what he's paying them. I wonder what he's what what they had to sign into, what the fuck are they even doing, and why are they so interested in each other, being a loyalty to this kind of, you know, dirtbag of, of, of government, you know unbel- un- 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 in, um I would say, like, he's ineligible so he has ineligibility to be a government governing body so I would just say, he shouldn't have had the power So that's pretty much who Trump is. He's just someone who's ineligible to be a freaking, you know, president. He did a poor job. He brought the country apart, not together. And now we're just basically picking up the pieces of what his trash mentality left behind four plus years later, causing more division than we needed. And then it makes us people of color realize that this racist piece of shit Wanted to continue his racist hashing of shit. And he's acting like nothing happened at all. He's just all smiling, all stupid and ugly. <laughs> Looking like Jabba the fucking hut. Ugh. Like a pile of caca. You know. You know like poop. That. Anyways, I'm just saying people. It's just fucking creepy. How he just acts like nothing happened. He's like, do you know that literally five people died on your fucking watch while you're behind their Bitching and yelling to a freaking mic, and then you just basically inflame the f- fans of ignorant Discord. You cause five people to die for fucking free. One of them, four of them, I would say, avid Trump supporters, because I know the police officer, we don't know what his disclosed affiliation, if he had any, um, fan basing with you or not. But I'm pretty sure he didn't deserve to die. And it's just so messed up, people. Like, I'm literally just so stunned about the testimonies that these four brave souls had to speak to, you know? It was so sad. It's almost like the radical right just basically just wants to act like nothing happened. This, uh, that's pretty much why, you know, that one Republican guy and Liz Cheney were ultimately picked by miss you know nancy pelosi i'm telling you peeps it's so messed up I, even i can't believe it still i'm just like trying to piece this all and i've just been like so fucking intrigued by yesterday's testimonies <laughs> i'm still watching it like if it was still happen today and i'm just like wow i was literally sleeping and then i was like sleeping hearing this stuff and when i heard the animal i was like oh man and then I had to watch it again after sleeping through the cuz you guys don't know this. Um while I was listening to the capital, I usually do this every, you know, night morning. Whenever I sleep around that time, I usually leave the TV on anyways cuz I like background music cuz it makes it feel like, you know, somebody's there or something. Sometimes I feel like a little lonely, and so sometimes I'll just leave as like, you know, the TV rolling. I like hearing the news. as my background ambience. Like the ocean as well. Sometimes I have some like night lights on. Just so it feels like it's just so you know, aesthetically pleasing. And also I like to sleep like that. It's kind of weird but yeah, that's me. And also on top of that people (laughs) I'm just telling you just telling you I was listening to that, basically, while I was sleeping. I was listening to almost the majority of the three-hour, prolonged, crapital hearing. And I did not think I was gonna hear something like that. Like, wow, race had a lot to do with these guys. During that day as well, which was so fucking weird. I thought it was the patriarchy. I thought this was because the fellow patriot was at stake here. And the patriarchy was pretty much at stake as well. I'm just like, no, this wasn't about fellow patriot. This was just Donald Trump's basically anger, a resentment through the eyes of his fan base, fan fucking basing. I guess their fan shipping was so bad to the point that it got people killed for it. Like, fuck, I didn't think fan basing was that freaking, you know, bad. See, I thought this was just with bitch Libras and, you know, believers alike. I thought it was with those, you know, fan bases that fan base so hard to the point they ship so hard, or like the Taylor Swifties of the world. I thought th- that was those people. I thought they were like more relentless and ruthless, or like the Navy of Rihanna's fan base. I thought them too. I used to think that myself that they were like ruthless. Nah, compared to Trump supporters. Fuck that. They got themselves their own little paradigm. Their own paradigree of just being a piece of shit. They're, at the, they're like number one as being the worst fans of the universe right now. And the second is the bitch labors. And the third is is basically between the Swifties and the Believers right now. And, and possibly the Navy of Rihanna's. Because we don't know, bitch. We don't know. And that's what I'm saying to you people. I'm just saying, all this fan-basing shit, it was because of fan-basing is what got these people killed. It was because of him being upset, being defeated. He has such a defeatist mindset. Like, he just does not want to lose. The, the funniest thing about Donald Trump is that he can't expect to lose. That's the problem. He doesn't expect it. He just can't accept it either. That's what he's basically saying to all of us. He can't expect to lose and he can't accept it either. And he's such a defeatist person that this is literally why all this shit happened in January 6th. Because he couldn't accept the fact that he lost to a better man better than himself. And rightfully so. Because you know what? At least what Joe Biden did was different from Donald Trump. He didn't have to be the, you know... Based on the people's basically top favorite, but at least he did more of a better thing because you know he had something to offer. He was once someone who already had a taste of what it's like to work in this government, he already knows the office already, and he was trying to do his version of his own. <coughs> My bad. Choked on my own, on my own throat here. <coughs> Anyways, sorry about that, peeps. But I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say here is, peeps, like maybe what he's bringing to the table is different from Trump. But at least he's bringing something genuine. Difference is, is that unlike previous predecessors before him, and Trump, is that you know he's not much different. But at least he's basically what people deem and not like as the so-called establishment. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I don't know if it's because of an established thing. I don't know if it's anything else. But I do know is that at least he knows his job. And he's not trying to come from some kind of weird element of entertainment and also business bias. Yet people keep saying that... They don't like someone from that kind of realm. But it's like, you know, when you see people who are, you know, in entry-level positions, don't you think you would want someone from the position at hand that has an educational background they know what they're doing and they actually bring something that's valuable to our communities that makes it more just right, you know? And is not someone that you would just want to put just anybody in office. Because look at... It was because of putting someone like him in office. Now we're still coming out of this pandemic, if not returning back to one, because people still have public resentment against the government and public resentment. And this is why, you know, right now, the variant was swirling in an environment of unvaccinated people. And unfortunately, because of that reason, this is why we're going back into possible, you know, lockdown, because of people's negligence and not consideration of taking health precautions more serious because they thought this was just a, a basically a ruse and a scam from this government, and this is why they ran to this idea of not doing the patriotic duty of not, you know, doing their patronage, being a fellow citizen, if you will, and taking the vaccine shot and letting this permeate through our cities and stuff. And then also insisting on moving around and not wearing a mask and just having dumb fights over shit at stores. Man, shit got worse. And if it wasn't those things, it was what happened this past January 6th at the Capitol building. And I'm just telling you people, it's just sad. You know? But at least, you know, unlike Donald Trump, but at least Biden is trying, unless you could say cleaning up the mess and trying to fix up stuff. And it almost seems like, I'm not trying to say this to be weird, I'm not trying to sound so conspiracy theorist because I don't really want to be associated to those kind of people. Because they're just kind of weird people that just make me think like, okay, you read into too many things, too much first of all. you don't, don't, ever, don't ever just read into everything because you hear a good rumor and it just tickles your ear and shit. How about just take time and of course do your research on that of course that's what we all should pretty much do and of course it's true what they say, you don't want to listen to everything you see or hear, but you have to give or take or, you know, understand this, when it comes to conspiracies, those things you have to research the fuck, you know and those things you cannot really just take by face value, you really have to like not really listen to everything you hear you know, if you know your gut's telling you that that's too good to be true it probably is, so I'm just gonna say the same thing with Biden, at least he was one of those not too good to be true kind of people. Cause Trump was one of those too good to be true kind of people. So in that, in telling to me, I still feel like you know the old ways for you know voting for someone who actually went to college, who went to take you know political silence, who like who actually made an effort to learn about government and how it's supposed to run, and basically been that kind of person ever since then. I feel like I have more faith in someone who actually knows what they're doing in their position because they actually have acquired the prerequisites, the credentials that you need to be doing this job in order to do it professionally and correctly. And to be honest, I would actually still vote for that guy again, to be honest, because him and um, Bernie Sanders are the only two I know that study this kind of stuff. Other people were just bu- a bunch of business people with show type of, you know, things and stuff and trying to sound cool and fun and whatever. And then a few of them were, like, not even ready to be in this position yet. They were, like, kind of new. And they we barely got into the political stuff. I mean, unless they were, like, Kamala Harris, though, who was actually a district attorney, then turned into the politics game. But otherwise, I'm just saying, some people, like, you know, uh, Buttigieg, Peter Buttigieg, whatever his name is, the gay, uh, first-time politician that came out. Okay, that guy, I would have to say, he needed to spread his wings more out to, like, his local, you know, city of Lawrence, county of Lawrence, of origins, and, uh, just, uh, j- he needed to just be more, I would have to call in due time would be more prepared to do this position at hand. Even though they said by law, at the age of 35 in this country, you could become president. So I don't know if he was already past the age of 35, because I know I'm 31 right now. And I'm just saying. But still, I would feel like, you know, people like that, they really need to give some time into this kind of stuff. And that's the kind of persons I would rather have running this country than someone who did a show on The Apprentice and said, Oh, you're fired. Congratulations, you played yourself. I'm not really interested in some dumbass like that. Being a president, who's just a big mouth, a big show-off. Who has like a host type of loud kind of obnoxious voice. And basically, I'm all that kind of mentality. I don't want someone like that running this office anyways. Nobody needs that. And then, then to any more insult to injury. Only to find out that just ruined this economy within four fucking years. You know, at least with... (laughs) I don't want to say this to be mean. With George Bush, it took eight for eight years for him to ruin the economy. And in his case, Trump, it took four. Jesus. When they say he had six bankruptcies, they weren't kidding. Makes you wonder what, what he does with money. It just makes you wonder why he has so much bankruptcy sometimes, you know? Makes you how he how he handled this shit. Handled it wrong, yo. Anyways, peeps, I'd ramble more about this shit, but you know... I'm just saying, what happened to the Capitol is insane, man. Just insane. And and all I can say is thank God they finally got that hearing out of the way. And thank God. The only thing the Republican base has been doing lately, you're not going to believe this, but they've been pretty much bashing in and hammering in at freaking Dr. Fauci. Just because they've been hearing back and forth mixed messages And now they're just basically trying to find some distraction away from what happened at the Capitol by focusing on his origins and uh, his possible connections with the Wuhan virus that might have been, you know. And like I said, I felt this was kind of weird and sudden. Remember I said I feel like it was man-made because I thought it was just too weird how fast it was and because what happened with remember what? Remember I was talking about the tariffs, people? Remember. The tariffs. The tariffs. It was the tariffs that galvanized these people to want to take the direction where we are today to where we are now. And from yesterday, that's what they did. They had motivation. I mean, after all, I bet you if he never put tariffs in China, even though we're finding out later that China did that to everybody else and hiked up the prices, for them, they just didn't like it put on them for some reason. So that's why I felt like this virus was initially like a a viral attack in a biological kind of circumstance as a response to what we did to them. And you see, you didn't have to go to war with these people because they were already trying to just do a neutralization of sorts in a response to why they weren't happy with the Tarot, which no one is talking about still. I wonder why. I wonder why people are not talking about the They're talking about the origins of where the lab was pretty much possibly linked to the outbreak. But are they talking about the inspiration behind it? No. They are not talking about the inspiration behind the virus. They're just pretty much glossing that over. Like they never just... Like didn't he just say that in 2017? I'm pretty sure we were there all witnessing. If we're in America, we all heard him... On the news he was talking about putting tariffs on China and it did happen people and I'm like so we're just gonna forget that anyways Pete it started with that and this is the end end game basically now it's like you know now this is what basically the Republican parties do It's like and there's nothing wrong with them researching into this because even Joe Biden himself said he wanted more research into the origins of where the fuck this came from which I'm also happy to hear that was true and I'm so excited to know that that's what they wanted to do was research for the origins of where it was coming from and possibly made as I suspected because I already told you the answer was it was that and because of their spitefulness and I mean the government that's why we got what we got people It was because out of tarot, so if you believe that. Stupid shit like that. Well, don't be surprised, people, because a lot of other people got hurt by loved ones and people they worked with with a ray of stuff that could have killed and assaulted them if not hurt them. You know, I think this is not uncommon. I think it's quite common that when people are retaliatory, they'll do shady shit like this. Just so they can undermine the people that might have not been meaning that much harm. But because, you know, and I'm not trying to say Donald Trump wasn't meaning any harm. But all he did was just stir up the pot with putting a price tag on China's ass. And I guess they didn't like that. So, and he thought he was doing this because it's for America. You know, but Even if we're trying to keep things to America and keep things on the cheap and the low for America. I'm not saying he had no right to be doing that, but, you know, why did he think it was okay to do that? It's just beyond me. I mean, is this because he wanted to piss off the Chinese government? You know, Xi? Was it really what they were trying to do? You know, Asia is one of our you know, main continents and mostly the country of China are our main country of origin that makes most of the crap that we utilize and supposedly that's the place that takes some of our recycling and stuff so, and I feel like well, all due respect I don't want to burn bridges with those people you know, we count on them for some of the stuff we utilize and we live by most of the stuff has a tag that says made in China and I feel like I don't want to burn their bridges they do so much good already for, for us. And this is just us being on our bad behavior. You know, we're just being jerks. But instead of that, you know, we're hearing that well, he did what he had to do because this was for America. That bullshit. And not all of America wanted to be in that kind of realm of trying to backstab China like that. We actually wanted to have a good, you know, nature you know, thing I, I thought the only thing we were supposed to be worried about was North of North Korea. You know, because North Korea was supposedly the crazy one in the conversation, but now it seems like it's just China's just going all out just to be fucking crazy. See, while we're worried about the origins of Wuhan, where it might have came from with the virus, what we should be worried about is why they did it. And we should discuss how we should remove these tariffs from th- China essentially because this is why they did it I believe and I feel like once that is gone maybe you know this tariff issue being removed and the virus might go away because you know like I said they wouldn't have no reason to do that unless they had one if they did made it you know let's just say it like this people they did make it like I said before, then their reason would be the tariffs. Because for them, they were charging, getting charged by us, but then they were doing right back at other nations of people, charging them an exorbitant amount of money on their exports and goods stuff. Which was weird. Like my mom was telling me that they basically want to be a, a financial global type of superpower. You know how, like, people have, like, saying about the whole New World Order crap? Well, let's just say that would be their version of that. Being the top honcho, the top dogs in the world of finance. Because they would get actually have their chance to just, you know, dip their feet in that rich oil of success, you know? And I, I wouldn't blame them. But this wasn't the time to be doing it. And instead of focusing on that, the Republicans you know, of the crapital incident, they're just focusing on looking for, you know, why Fauci may had had associations. And like the Wiyot news, you know, the world is one news, they basically discovered that he did have participation with those people, according to them. So that's the only thing they're focusing on. Instead, they, instead of, you know, trying to put their bid and, and try to admit that they had a a following of their own fault and folly, that they were following in Trump's, you know, way of life, that this is why what happened at the insurrection that day was was what happened. And instead, they weren't doing that. They were just trying to just focus on, you know, the origins of Wuhan and the virus. And if you guys were listening to my previous podcast, like I just mentioned to you right now, briefly, that's what I really believe. But that's not what happened. According to them, they just think that the focus on that is more important, which I can tell you, again, it is just as important as the insurrectionist issue. That was also important to listen to because, you know, when we listen to these four brave souls admit to Congress and the nation, if not worldwide, that they were almost killed because of Trump and his lackeys and the loyalists of the Republican Party basically ass-kissing him the whole time and egging on his fan base to do the incriminating things that they did. So that's what I'm saying, people. But instead of focusing on the matters, they were calling it as some kind of facetious lie of saying it was a partisan move or something. How is that partisan? Those four men almost died. Five people that was from your fan place... Including an innocent police officer, died because your fan base didn't fucking know the difference between each other and the police, and they killed him and them. Some people claim, according to what happened to those other four, they might have died for some, you know, natural causes, which I don't know if that's the truth, because they were all kind of coming in all at once, running, throwing stuff at each other. And when I say each other, I mean like the police and them, because they claim they're all in the same thing together. But I don't think it's true because the Capitol police really was just some of them were letting them in, the other ones were not. So the ones that were letting in, okay, those people they're definitely the same people. But when it comes to those that were fighting the police, and the police were fighting back, okay, those were not the Trump supported people. So they they innocent. So that's what I'm saying, people. And that's what I mean, people. This is what really happened. The insurrectionists... All this stuff shouldn't have never happened. But it did. And now... We have them... Honestly, now they just were diverting this and they were just claiming it was a partisan rules, and then even Fox News chimed in saying the same shit too, and then basically were doing their own little dumb award show, trying to award people for doing something that was right. They made it seem like it was stupid as shit. It was bad. It was messed up. After watching these clips on YouTube, all I know is I just gained a perspective It's like, you know what? It wouldn't have mattered even if they didn't say anything at the hearing. But they finally got the hearing, and, of course, nobody believes it from the Republican base. But speaking about Republican base, supposedly they're dying right now. And, uh, they're freaking out the Republican Party, so... If you're wondering why they've been so staunch on getting their own people vaccinated and shit, now you know. But anyways, peeps, I'll talk to you more about this stuff, but... I think I'm gonna actually take a nap or sleep or something. But anyways... Thanks for listening. And to be honest, I'll probably have some more things to say later. But as always, this is Rosie Says, and see you next podcast.